Good morning. Hello and welcome to our latest guest interview on From the Ground Up. This show is partly sponsored by Divina Skincare and Botanicals. I'm Carmen Milagro, an entrepreneurist, certified CBD consultant and professional coach. So I'm also the author of Truths About Hemp CBD, a guidebook for curious folks, and the co-founder of both the international platform-based CBD University and the Blue Moon Gypsies. I'm your host, and I'm also a behavioral coach and a competence strategies. I also still do that when people need my help. But what do all these things have to do with anything? Well, basically, we all start usually in whatever arena you're in, you start from the ground up. So on this show, we look to experts in their field and gather advice, strategies, and nuggets of wisdom from some of the most successful people in different arenas, whether they're journalists and authors, musicians, celebrities, investors, coaches, you name it. My guests come from all walks of life. We talk about all sorts of things, business, life, and health strategies, and sometimes it gets a little juicy. Now, I'm super excited about today's guest, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. Rocio Perez has delivered thousands of life-changing uh, webinars, workshops, discussions, and speeches, and she's traveled from San Francisco to Switzerland. She's also uh, the... She's also created the coaching program, Becoming a More Intentional Leader. She's written an international best-selling book to support individuals in creating and living the life that they love. Rocio created the Mind Shift Game to help people be more courageous, boost their confidence, expand their vision, own their power, and elevate their energy to achieve their desired outcomes. Welcome to the show, Rocio Perez. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you. Such a pleasure to be here on your show. I'm really excited about our interview today. Me too. You know, we, I, I, well, first of all, I just want to make sure that I got everything right <laughs> about your background. Okay. <laughs> Lots of fun things. I've had the privilege to coach people all over the world and that's been exciting. Good, good. Uh, well, you, Rocio, we had a really wonderful uh, way that we met. We met at a, an event that we were both at through a mutual introduction by none other than Ed Vargas, who we both, He's I think, amazing. love and adore. <laughs> so, but this is my opportunity to really get to know you on a deeper level. We just happen to be doing it in front of viewers. So I'm really excited about this process. And be, well, before we dive into what you do and the mind shift game, I was wondering if, if we get into a little bit of your background so that the audience, the viewers and myself can have a little bit more insight into who you are. If you don't mind, um, you know, on a more personal level, do you mind sharing with us for example, what was your childhood like? Maybe bring us up through, you know, your your twenties, let's say. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for the privilege to do that. I'm going to start with: I shouldn't even be alive. I have suffered physical, mental, sexual abuse from the age three on. I was a runaway at the age of twelve. Contemplated suicide first of all at the age of five. Oh. And I knew growing up that that wasn't what was 
life was supposed to be like, that you should be abusing your children. I suffered a lot of abuse growing up. And by the time I was 12 years old, I knew I needed to do something drastic to get myself out of that situation. Right. I, I knew that I, I had better chances elsewhere. So at a very young age, I looked at my grandmother right before we were going to move yet again because we move constantly. Mm -hmm. I lived in Colorado for the second time by the time I was 10. And we are originally from Texas, moved out here to Colorado. And I remember we're about to leave and I told my grandmother, I'm like, grandma, you know they're gonna kill me. And her response is, I know. And my grandma was defeated. At that moment, I said, okay, I, I just need you to help me. I need you to help me. Fast forward through life, so much adversity. I ended up running with my running away with my 22-year-old boyfriend that I barely knew. I was 14. Right. You'd guess it, two weeks later I was pregnant. I go from one abusive relationship to another abusive relationship, psychologically, emotionally, you name it. And I knew at the age of 15, with a brand new baby boy, his name is Victor, that he didn't stand a chance being a Latina, uneducated, in an abusive relationship, working menial labor, family didn't care. He didn't stand a chance in the world. I had to go out and create it. Right. And I had Carmen as a little girl, I had this vision. This is what kept me alive and going throughout my life, that I would become, someday I would become a teacher, that I would grow up and I would teach children. I was so inspired. I'd say that was my gift for living. That was my vision that pulled me towards it sure. through so much adversity. I divorced my parents at the age of 15. I emancipated myself from them so I can go to university. I had a sixth grade education that only completed the sixth grade. And that was life. You know, I would take, I had my son's father who had an, his spare car. If you could only imagine that no woman would ever top him. Although he had a spare car at home, I wasn't worthy enough to use it. And mind you, I was probably seven minute drive from university. Oh. Yet I had to take a four hour trip just to make it to drop off my son. It wasn't even getting to, to school and back. It was an eight hour trip a day against all odds. At the age of 19, I finally escaped that relationship. I thought it was something that was going to take so long. It was crazy to think that every day I'd strategize, how am I going to get away? How am I going to get away? And I, I'd go, and sometimes I'd fail. And I failed many times until the age of 19 where I said, enough. Right. I, I have to figure this out. At the age of 19, we were homeless. I had a four-year-old and homeless and figuring out life and figuring out how going to school, going to work. And that's, those were my humble beginnings. And one thing that I did know was how do I keep myself moving forward? That belief that's inside of me, it's nobody else's vision. It's sure. my vision. Sure. And that's, that's where I began my life. Oh, Rocio, I thank you so much for being so candid and honest and for sharing this with us. I mean, I think, the cornerstone, I'm, I'm surmising here, the cornerstone of this story, this part of your life really is the impetus, the, you know, the motivational 
acumen that you have to work with other people. If you don't mind, you know, in, in this, what you've described uh, that you have, I don't always like the word using survived. For some reason, that makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Um, but what you had to endure, overcome, and get yourself out of, you know, surpass all of that against all odds, right? Because the odds from this story that you've just shared with us of someone making it out is it's pretty slim to none. Were there, was there anyone in your life, were there any role models or mentors that, that you had? Yes, TV was my model. <laughs> TV was my model. TV was what I saw was possible, that I knew as a child that it, it couldn't be what I would be living. Right. And yes, I did have a mentor, and that mentor was there mainly to coach train be there around young mothers and she wanted to make a difference it was a one-year commitment to be around a young mother and that happened to be me at the age of 15. completely different world she was caucasian she was in her 50s our lives were completely different i was i lived in extreme poverty and abuse i had a gallon of milk that's what i had that's through my whole pregnancy i ate rice beans fidel and gallon of milk and that was like my weekly meals okay and uh, having somebody come in to connect with me and say hey you need to feed your son this that and the other and it's like i'm gonna feed him what i have this is what i have this is what i'm gonna do and although your vision is for me to go to high school mine is to go to university see carmen too many times people settle because somebody has an expectation of your roadmap right. that I knew inside of me. That's, this is not my roadmap. I know where I belong. I know what I must do. And I knew that my son's life depended on it. The rest of his life depended on it. Sure. And that I made a conscious choice as a child, seeing so much abuse, so much ignorance, so much poverty that I had to transcend it, that I chose to transcend it, that I saw that someday when I become a mother, that I choose to do something different. I choose to treat my children with love and compassion and empathy and connection and give them the love and the affection that they need so that they can go on and pursue who they want to be. Like I knew that. And I was willing to do the work, even though I didn't have that background. See, too many of us wait, oh, but, I haven't experienced this, so I can't do it. That's exactly why we must do it, right? That's exactly why we must step outside of that comfort zone into the new zone of life and reality, into what is possible and probable for us, what is possible, whatever is possible for one person, it's possible for all, it's possible for humanity. If this little girl who contemplated suicide can be here before you today, anyone can be, right? And we think that it, people have told me all along, you're never going to make it. Rocio, my own mother said, you're not going to make it. When I was in university, she said, you should go back to your husband. First of all, he was not my husband. And because of cultural things, we consider people that we're with our husbands. He's not my husband. He was my abuser. He was my captive. Right? He was the one who kept me physically captive right. to him. 
until I found a way out. And I feel that that is all of our responsibilities, that if it's inside of one of us, it's inside of all of us, that it is a way for us to find, to, to tap into who we came here to be into this world, not who you came to be. And I'm like getting a little passionate here. Not who we came to be because of the result of life, who we came here to be because of life which wow. are two very different things. That's powerful. Could you repeat that again just one more time? Yes, not who we became here to be because of life, right? But who we came here to be because of life, to wow. be that we are here with amazing potential. This potential exists inside of all of us, that fire, that dream, that everything that we see in that two and three and five-year-old that come out, that they're just so passionate about their imagination, what they think is possible for them. Like, imagine if we all reconnected to that, to that, that which it is we're seeking is seeking us. And like I mentioned in the beginning, it was that dream that kept that vision that kept me pulling towards it because... How do you explain somebody who's taken a bus four hours in the morning just to simply get to school and four hours in the evening to simply get home? That's eight hours a day, right? right? And where there's a will, there is a way. Find one thing. It doesn't matter how many times that I, I failed so many times to leave that relationship. Right. I failed. He would put my son in front of me and say, hey, you know what? You, not even your own family cares about you. I'm going to take him away from you. I'm the adult. And see, Carmen, to have knowledge does not mean that you have power. To have wisdom means you have power. Right? Because somebody can give you something that is so amazing. They can give you a book that will change your life forever. Yet it is up to us, it is up to us to really understand and put it into place. And it is what is true for us, not what's true for you, me, or anyone else. It's like the individual, what's true for you? Right. Because we come with our secret formula to make it through, right? There's a tenacity, there's a grit, there's a ganas, there's life that is flowing to us and through us in ways that we have yet to discover. Most people will go to their grave before they discover this, right? Right. And this is within all of us. That's, I I just cannot stop listening to the words that you are saying. I appreciate you so much. I, I love the way that you are so open and so honest about who you are, where you come from, what's happened, the choices that you've made. You also, if I'm not mistaken, in addition to all of this, you also had an accident and a health scare on top of everything that you have just shared with us. Can you elaborate a little bit about that in addition to all these other challenges that you've had to face as well? So I feel like life is here to wake us up, right? To say, hey, wake up and live, like really who you came here to be is far more powerful. At the age of 25 and a half, after I had graduated from university, I just thought I had it all, right? I I had a brand new car. I graduated from university. I had a new job. And all of these great things going for me. And then on a Memorial Day weekend, 
I was in a head-on collision that nearly left me in a wheelchair. I was in so much pain, Carmen, that as a mother, I had to really test myself. It really tested me, do I still want to be here? And we know we want to be here for our children. But the pain was so bad that even moving my head slightly was a bit much at certain points. And that lasted for a while. And I knew mind over matter, mind over matter. I am far more powerful that this body can heal itself. This body has the capacity to heal itself. And yes, it did. It did. I, 20 years after the fact, I'm standing here before you. As doctors were telling me, no, you've got to burn your nerves. No, you're going to end up in a wheelchair. No, you have to have these back surgeries that you have to be laid up for three months. I'm like, no way. Like, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't get to choose for me. It doesn't matter who you are. You don't get to choose for me. With that being said, I went back to university, did my graduate work. I was given six years, and I'm like, I can do it in two. I was working 70 hours a week. It was a long shot. You know what? Where there's a will, there's a way. 18 and a half months later, I graduated from university with a dual MBA in international business and marketing. And then it didn't stop there. You know, like there was so much going on. We built a house from the ground up in, in a place that was impossible. Like the universe responded to my desire to build a house from the ground up for my son, to give him that privilege and that experience of what it feels like during graduate school, working 70 hours a week, right. double time and building a house. Well, Literally, I graduated two months <laughs> later, I closed on that house. And again, there I don't I don't believe in coincidences. You know, as as I mentioned, we we met not that long ago. I don't know the details of your story. And yet you are like one of the perfect guests. This is exactly what I like to share with our viewers and share with people is that foundation of from the ground up, right? And sometimes that that foundation, that line that it moves or it's moved for us mm -hmm. or it's changed or it's hidden, but we can do this. And, you know, I, I work with a lot of young people. These are the topics. These are the stories that I like for them to hear because it is important for us, A, to tell our stories, mm -hmm. um, which, which I think for me as, as, you know, usually I get to ask the stories. I ask the, ask the questions for the stories. There's something that I've learned by having these interviews. It's the importance of just the sharing part alone. Yes, the details and the content and all that comes with it, but it's so empowering to listen, to just take a moment 10, 15, 20, 45 minutes to just listen to someone's story. So thank you for all of this because it's going to lead us to some more conversations about the work that you do. But before that, before we switch gears, I wanted to ask you if, what are your thoughts on, and I think I have a pretty good idea of what you're going to say, um, but I'd like to hear it directly from you. What are your thoughts on showing people or sharing with with our viewers with people you know in your audiences 
um, the how how do you accomplish that balance in life between you know going after your goals, working however many hours we all tend to work, and staying healthy? Because as you've shown us, right here you were on your path, you thought you had had it all, and then health issues, health crisis, all of that. And, and I believe there was another health issue that came there along. Was. There was. So first and foremost, I'm probably one of the most selfish people you'll meet. I give to myself first. Okay. I, get up. I disagree. I don't think that's selfish at all. <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> I'm thinking that it is. It's self. Selfish to me means that I give to self first because I have nothing to give anybody else if I haven't given to myself, okay. for me, it's getting myself grounded in the morning, journaling, meditating, doing some great exercise, having breakfast. Now I'm on. Now I can give to you. Right? Sure. Sure. I can give to you in that sense. So giving to myself is one of the most important things and taking my time, like nothing's that important. Let's just be honest. Nothing's that important. And if it's stressing, if it's going to cause me stress, then maybe I shouldn't be doing it. There's a different stress. There's a stress to elevate and there's a stress because there's stress. And when there's stress because of stress, that's not good. Understanding that perturbation, here's a, a quick tip, understanding that perturbation, which is the, the process of pressure. And I think about it like this. It's like a, it's like a little flower. It's a seed that's coming towards everything, first of all. Everything that's inside of that seed is what that seed came to be forever. Like the DNA of it, the, the texture of the flower, the branches, the color, the length, the, right. everything is possible. It's inside of it. Perturbation is a place of where it, it goes through pressure to come out and blossom to become everything that it came here to be. When we as human beings, conscious human beings, come in and we feel pressure, we immediately go... It's like an ingrown hair. Okay. Have you ever had one of those? I know I had one on my knee and I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> it was like coiled, right? And it was long because it because that's the growth of it, right? So understanding that perturbation is our best friend. Feedback is our best friend. Understanding that there's so much that we can do to continue to grow and lead ourselves. I don't believe everything everybody says, right? And this goes down to our next health crisis. Right. I was 33 years old on top of the world. I had the house, right. the car, the education, the business. I was an empty nester. I was 33. The day that I turned 34 years old, I woke up in the middle of the night at 1.30 in the morning. And I thought somebody had stabbed me in the head. What I didn't know is me being disoriented, not being able to stand up, everything was all over the place. I was in so much pain. Is that 19 days in that period when by, it was on the 19th of October that I was diagnosed. So my birthday is October 6th. By October 19th, I had been diagnosed with a brain tumor. And I'm like, okay. In that moment, it is a moment of decision. I get to choose what this means to me, and I get to choose how I deal with this. Nobody gets to choose for me. 
The moment my doctor walked in and said a picture's worth a million words, it wasn't like, hello, let's have a conversation. It was like a picture's worth a million words. Walks straight onto his computer, starts having a conversation. I'm like, okay, doctor, I get it. I got a brain tumor. And in that moment, him explaining that I can have a stroke and die any moment. I'm like, okay, I'm 34, right? I get it. Here's what's going on. I'm like, what are my options? At that moment, it became a business transaction. Mm-hmm. And every business issue has a solution. Decía mi abuela, cada problema tiene una solución. Like every problem has a solution, right? Everything has a solution except for death, right? Once you're gone, you're gone. If you haven't tried, you haven't tried. And for me, I've been a rebel, uh, as I'm sure you can get. <laughs> you know, that's what kept me here. I've been a rebel and I'm like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to treat it as a business transaction. It's all good. Let me deal with it. Let me figure it out. One thing that I did know immediately, because I did celebrate my birthday that Saturday, days later, three days later, I'm celebrating my birthday and saying, hey, by the way, if I can see the future, I can walk into the future. If I can see my future, I can walk into my future. I had friends like, what are you going to do? What if they find out that there's something wrong? I said, what do you want me to do? Crawl up in a corner and cry? That's not going to help anything, right? Like I get to choose my response to this experience. And whatever it is, you know, against all odds, whatever, to be able to stand here before you and say, you know what? Hey, I chose I chose what went into me. As a matter of fact, I was in San Diego yesterday. I'm in Huntington Beach today. I was in San Diego, same place where I had a doctor look at me one day and said, hey, I'm like, hey, doctor, I'm so excited. Like the brain tumor is going down. Things are looking great. And he's like, no, it's just going to get worse. I said, you know what, doctor? How about you keep the brain tumor? I'm going to keep my belief. Because at that moment, he had nothing to offer me. If you cannot believe at the level that I believe, you have nothing to give me, right? Please stand aside. Yeah, please stand aside because at that moment, you're just depleting, right? Right. I choose who I let into my life and what type of train of thought I choose. Mm -hmm. Here's what I discovered, Carmen. The brain tumor was my greatest gift. I'm so glad that I had it, that I discovered what those gifts were from it. The brain tumor was just a knock on the door and say, Rocio, have you lived? Have you really even acknowledged what you've been through? Do you really understand that? Right? Do you know that you have been suppressing all this pain that you've been through? Your childhood pretending that it was perfect. No, it wasn't. You've been through hell and back. Acknowledge that acknowledge and go back and heal those parts of you that are still crying for you. And I did my hokey pokey moment. So I came to San Diego and and it was like the hokey pokey moment. Like, and it wasn't like put your right arm in, take your right arm out. It was like, open up your heart and see what's there. Right. And turn yourself around. Like I cried with my pain. I cried with everything that I remembered and I made peace with my past. And I acknowledged the gifts of that, those those adversities that I had thrown, I had bottled them up and thrown them in the middle of the ocean to never see them again. 
And when that came up, and I really heard the message at that point, that was a time of healing for me. Who I was then and who I am now is nothing in comparison. I feel much more alive and loving life because of it. Before I was going through the motions and, you know, I, I had what I had because I thought that's what people say you should have. Like, that's what defines our success. Guess what defines my success today? It's me. Whatever it is that I decide my success is, that's what it is because I choose to do it. And I'm doing it because it brings me joy, not because I'm trying to please somebody. Correct. Follow their idea of what they think my success should be. Right. It's me. It's what makes my heart sing. I do what makes my heart sing every day. I love that. Well, as a musician, I definitely love that you just said that. It's it's one of those things where I'm, when I work with different people, I, I sort of use this analogy. And I think you'll, you'll probably agree. Um, we have a choice. We can live life on autopilot. And that means you're going to be heading wherever that autopilot is taking you. Mm-hmm. Or you can be your own pilot of your life and you get to choose. Like you said several times in our conversation, you chose your responses. You chose who you're going to allow into your life. I think that is one of the reasons why. And again, we met so briefly and it's like, I have to have you on the show. And mm-hmm. I don't believe in coincidences. So I think these are all the things that I I can see that the synergy. And I, I have so many ideas running through my head that we'll have to like have offline conversations, I think. But um, I, I know I want to be, you know, very respectful of your time. I want us to sort of switch gears and talk about you know, your game, the mind shift game. And, and if I understand correctly, it is an actual game, right? That you have created to help people get to this better place of living their life, the when they desire. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And then we, we need to talk about your coaching and your book. I'd so. love to. Thank you. I'm really yeah, excited about that. So the game, first of all, it came from that idea when I was going through my whole process and figuring out, like, what do I do now? I came to San Diego, and at one point, people were calling me. They're like, Rocio, I need your energy. Coach me. Like, help me out. And I got really upset. Okay, I was very upset. I'm like, how can these very people that I coach have more success than I do? And it wasn't about the time, the energy, the money, the resources, the education, the business, the know-how. It was about, I wanted to be loved by my mother. Uh, I wanted my mother's love. Key, yeah. And what I discovered in my journey, my hokey pokey journey. Right, (laughs) right. In my transformational journey was, it wasn't my love to have, that I had to love me. I had to do for me. I had to connect with me. And what I did at that point, Carmen, is I quit coaching for all of three weeks. (laughs) I'm like, I'm done, but three weeks later, I'm like, I'm missing it, I love it. I need to go back to my coaching. Well, sometimes we just need a little pause, right? Right? But in that time, it was very interesting how everything shifted for me. I decided to turn coaching on to me. 
And this is how it made it a world of a difference. I'm like, wow, I keep on telling clients, go ahead and do this. Go ahead and, and connect with yourself. You didn't hear that your father loved you or he thought you were important or whatever it was. How about you tell yourself that? And I remember I had told this client, she would walk around the conference room and she's like, "Hi, hey, little girl, I love you. Hey, and I'm like, hey, what about me? Like, hey, little girl, I love you. Hey, little girl, you're amazing. So I started to turn coaching onto myself. And this is where the game came out of. This is where it completely started to transform the way that I viewed the world. I'm going to show you some of these things. Okay. So first of all, here's the mindset game that will be out of the market. Just a little. There you go. There. And it's the game that makes you a winner, right? It's, it's all about you and what you're choosing to do as you move forward throughout your life. And here's, here's some cards. Oops. We lost you, Rocio. Oh, and this oh, is, okay. So these are some of the cards that, and some of the strengths that we go through right there. So we have courage. We have confidence that people get to build their confidence, that people get to expand their vision, not mother, father, teacher, preacher's vision, their vision. Okay. Because sure. we follow the, everybody else's vision, their power, like how you tap into your power and how do you elevate your energy? This comes with a beautiful guide that walks people step-by-step step how to play your game you want to level up, this is how you can level up, whatever you want to do with it. And everything sure. comes from within. Everybody yes. gets a journal. So they have a journal and they have a game board and the journal guides them through their process. And it's very specific. These are their affirmation cards. They have a message every day and they get to choose, powerfully choose what they do every day. And people who have played this game, this comes from my coaching experience. Right. And the people who have played this game are on fire. They're like, oh my gosh, like I see my vision now. I'm taking more bold action. Right. I've told my boss that I need a raise, like, or else I'm leaving because I've already outstayed my welcome, whatever it was. Right, right. They're owning their power. Right. And they're being. I love it. I love it. So it's taking the subconscious and making it a reality. What they're, what's already in there, what they desire, what they see. Gotcha. Yes. First, we must shed. We must shed and unlearn to relearn, right? To right. learn something new. Relearn what we, who we came here to be. Unlearn who we came to be. Wow. And Brilliant. relearn who we came here to be into this world, which is extraordinary infinite individuals that have so much capacity to love and to connect and really live our lives passion see a lot of people are angry or upset or disappointed or having midlife crisis whatever crisis it may be there's okay. somebody's out either you're coming out of a crisis going into a crisis or you've been through a crisis whatever or you're is. trying to avoid a crisis crisis <laughs> So that's really where the game came from to understand that we are our best coaches of ourselves. Because imagine there's a day that Rocio and Carmen are not there and people are like, what do I do next? Right. Right? And that's for me where coaching comes in. It's like, you do what you do next. And you know exactly. My clients will call me like, Rocio, what do I, I know exactly. I just want you to hear me out. And they start their calls like <laughs> They're like, I know what you're going to tell me. So, okay, let me, I just want you to hear me out while I talk myself through what I'm right. going to do. And, <laughs> and, like, okay, great. 
and that's the true definition of a coach, right? That is the true definition I mean, of a coach. That is that that master certification. That's what that is. <laughs> that is that you get to coach yourself to your own yeah. success. Right. You're with you every single day. What we're doing, Carmen, is we're bringing this out into community. Right. I've dedicated a number of years of my life to bring this game out to fruition because I wanted to level the playing field for everyone, right? Coaching and success is not just for people who can afford it, it is for everyone. I I love that you said that because it's, I love the term that level the playing field, you know, democratize, democratize this for everyone. Because I think sometimes people have this, this misconception that coaching is, oh, that's A, it's weird, all that, and then, oh, it's too expensive, all the excuses, right? But I think what you've done here is so brilliant and creative because it's a game. Who doesn't want to play a game? And if the end result of this game is whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, like everybody wins. So thank you for creating that. I'm 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 really excited about this approach that you've created. I'm really excited. <laughs> um, but you also you also your first book is called Unstoppable: Seven Steps to Becoming a More Intentional Leader. Yes, that's unstoppable. Yes, I love that. Give us sort of the Reader's Digest version, if you would, of what prompted you to write this book, and then I believe you've got another book coming out. So. I do. I have a number <laughs> of books coming out. Okay. So this particular book, I was coming off stages and people were telling me like, oh, see you all. how do I take you with me? And whether they had resources or no resources, it didn't matter. Some people didn't have time. Right. And the way, what I decided was to write a book mm-hmm. that people can go through a million times and you will get something different because it is a workbook. It's all about you. And let me tell you the secret. The day that somebody doesn't get something out of this book is the day that they're no longer wanting to grow. Wow. Because it's about us. It's about like the, who you are here now, like right. who Carmen is and who Rocio is right now is different than when we logged on to this. Of course. Oh, we absolutely. As a result, I'm like, wow, like I meet this powerful, amazing woman who's up to extraordinary things. Yes, I love it. Right. right. Likewise. And I'm different as a result of it, right? Yes. The day that I fail to reflect is the day that I'm no longer growing. Mm-hmm. If I'm not growing, I'm dying. Right. Whether it's emotionally, whether it's spiritually, whether it's mentally, there's, there's many different deaths that we have within ourselves. Absolutely. And to really look at it from that perspective. So that's where this book came from. It's both in English and in Spanish. Um, it, it's wow. been an exciting journey to have it out. We're, we're going to have it out for children in the future. I'm really excited. Oh, wonderful. The, the game as well. Everything that we do is also for, there's going to be a version for adults and a version for children. Yes. As well yes. So children will get to oh. play their own game because as we know, sometimes people like myself and many, many, many others, let's just be honest, right. child abuse is one of the greatest epidemics in the world. You can put all diseases together, child abuse tops it. Yep. Okay. Especially now during Especially. the aftermath of COVID and yeah. being locked you know, in lockdown, especially now. Right, right. So now what we have is 
for us is to be able to bring out, as we bring out this game for children, imagine little children reading and playing with this game and getting these affirmations where they're like, oh, wow, let's, let's take one right here. You know, I have the confidence to enjoy and live a great life. Their version of that. Like, wow, we plant a seed for the future. Yes. Right. We toss. We we're actually mentally tossing them over that that fence over and over again with each affirmation. And we talk about like I feel. I feel my power and harness it to move my goals forward. Like, what does that look like? What does it look like to teach children that they're happy, that they're worthy, that they're connected, that they're enough? And you and I know this very well. How many people will come to us tell? at the end of the day, discover that they're not enough. They feel like they're not enough. And it doesn't matter, you know, whether imposter syndrome, and I truly believe that imposter syndrome comes from our formative years. And so does everything else. From zero to seven, we came as a blank slate. Who we became was as a result of our environment and our nurture, right? It's not nature versus nurture. It's both of them. It's both. Right? Absolutely. It's both. Absolutely. You can't separate them. Yeah. Um, I, I, I swear I could talk to you forever, but I do also want to talk about your newest book and the Hispanic journey stories of leadership, tenacity, and grit. First of all, I love that title. (laughs) Second of all, um, why is this book so important? When is it coming out and and how do people get copies and, and get the game and all of this. I want to make sure we share that. Most definitely. Well, everybody can connect with me on LinkedIn, or you can also connect with me through inventivaconsulting.com. You can connect with us through themindshiftgame.com as well. So any of those ways that you can connect with us. So this particular book was about having that authentic story because a lot of the times we see leaders and like, oh, I'm out here and you know I'm the CEO of XYZ company. No, 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 you weren't. Okay, let's just start from the beginning. <laughs> right. You, from the ground up. Right, let's, let's start from the ground up, right? Let's just be honest. And what did that look like? What were some of the trials and the tribulations? Mm-hmm. And as people started tapping into their honesty, into what it was, they started to discover. See, Carmen, I think that the the more successful sometimes or the more disconnected we are the less empathy we have oh yeah right yeah the more disconnected we are like and i see that because i've had people who i've been on the same journeys and it's like oh don't you get it it's easy no no it's not it takes something right and there was a journey and i wanted to make sure that i shared a blueprint and what I discovered was nothing in comparison to where I thought I was, because I started off with my interview. I'm like, oh, you know, I went through this and, you know, school and life and work. And this is how I made my way. And I remember the person who was interviewing me like, really, Josiah, that's it? Like, that easy? And as I started to interview my co-authors and I brought like Jose Hernandez, an astronaut, right? I brought amazing people like Jasmine Diaz, who's... It also an amazing individual. Mm-hmm. I brought people like John Saracusa and my business partner, Gerardo Garcia Jurado, who is the, like, the president of the American Marketing Association. Like all these amazing people, they all had their own separate journeys mm-hmm. into it. What I discovered through that process is that the, the chapter that I wrote 
and the chapter that I have just written are completely different, right? Because I tapped into my humanity. I tapped into my vulnerability. And yes, it was not easy. And I tapped into my vulnerability, like vulnerability, authenticity, humanity, all of those coupled together. And my generosity foremost, right? Because without my generosity, I couldn't bring all of that to be able to share with others and say, you know what? I've been down this path. And it, this is how I, and it wasn't pretty. Okay. Let me share with you the good, the bad, the ugly. And let me also share with you the gifts of the adversity and that there's a blueprint. Success has a blueprint, right? A lot of us are following somebody else's things. To me is to help people share the story and allow them to decipher what's important to them. What track are you on? And just like my mentor, who when I was 15 years old, she's like, you need to feed your son this, that. And guess what? This is all I have to feed him. Okay. When I when I can do more, I will feed him different things. But until right now, until you see me where I'm at, you can't help me to make a leap that I'm not there yet. Right. You're asking right. me to jump off the bridge and I'm yeah. I'm still in my apartment, right? right. And, and right, and and that's sometimes I think where people do have that sense of, well, can a mentor really help me? Do they really? Can they really put themselves in my shoes? And the good ones can. The mentors and the coaches they can. They can relate some there, or they look for a way to relate. Yes, but there are like in other industries as well. There are some people that are in it for different reasons, let's say. Yeah. Let's just say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> let's just say that. Let's just say that. No, and I completely get it. And here's what's interesting for me, one of the things I've learned in my career, that advice is only, only serves those who give it, right? Because it's an ego boost, right? Let me tell you what to do. No, I don't tell anyone what to do. You choose. This right. is why the game is so powerful. Yes. You choose what your bold actions are. I don't know what they are. Right. I discovered that somebody's bold actions were hiking up this 14er for the first time, which I haven't done yet. I think it'd be <laughs> or driving across country for the first time without having somebody support them, whatever right. that is. Right. So this is where the book came to be to say, hey, let's share these stories. You know, too many times it's, it's a 500 word. Yeah. Most of our authors are 4,000 words, so they have some meat to share, right? Yeah, they can right. share those stories of trials and tribulations and what's made sure. them who they are today. I love it. Thank you. I mean, I know, I, I know you've got a busy day ahead of you. And um, is there anything else that you would like to sort of your parting gift, your parting words of advice? I, you know, I always say that health, without your health, you can't build wealth. And I, when I talk about health, I talk about mental health, spiritual health, physical health. Like we've pretty much covered the gamut with you. So thank you for just, you know, just you just took us on this journey, your journey. And we're so candid and honest and authentic. And I loved every second of this. So before you leave us, do you have, say, three top pieces of advice for anyone watching and who has shared this time with us? Hmm. Beautiful. I would say if there's anything to heal, heal it now. And that's so beautiful in many, many sense. And I know you get this, Carmen. 
when we don't heal ourselves, here's what it looks like. It looks messy. <laughs> Something happens. There's a, there's, I've seen clients lose it on the stage, lose it in their jobs, lose it in their business. I've had clients who want to close their business because they haven't healed themselves. Sure. It has nothing to do with others. So first and foremost, heal yourself, invest in yourself. Like all of this is a journey. You are unique. You're not a robot, right? And no autopilot. No autopilot, right? And we're on autopilot 95% of the time, FYI. Yeah, right? only, all of us. Only 5% is when we're on conscious mode. And conscious means it's creation mode. It's really living. It's being present. It's connecting with ourselves. What's really feeding our souls that we're happy and we're giving. If there's any part of ourselves that's upset, all of us is upset right? Because it doesn't exist. It's like, oh, I'm just a little bit. It's like saying, I'm a little pregnant. No, honey, either you are, or you're not. Okay. That test came out positive or negative, you know, <laughs> it's one or the other <laughs> to put it okay. out. The other one I would say is be really selfless to yourself. Take care of yourself, like give to yourself, get, find something that makes your heart sing something that inspires you in the morning, something that wakes you up in the morning and keeps you up late at night and, and really be generous because guess what? There's so many things that at the end of our days are not going to matter. It's not going to matter how many text messages I sent or who I, whose post I like. The only thing that's going to matter is, does this bring me joy right now? And does it bring me joy? Does it bring it other people joy as a result of it bringing me joy? And they must, they must come together. Right. A hundred percent. And if you don't mind, I'm going to add something too. It's not just it or these things. It's does this person, right? Does this person in my life bring me joy? Yes. Does and that person they, make me smile? Are they elevating me, right? Do they believe in what I believe? Because I, the more conscious I became going through my process over the last 12 years, the more aware that I am that even the closest people who I thought were my rock stars have a lot of doubt. Either they had a lot of doubt and I didn't know it, or they've developed a lot of doubt throughout the years. Sure. Either way, that sure. doubt is there. Right. Who do I choose to be with? Because whoever I spend my time with, I will become. Exactly. Brilliant. Absolutely. Was there one more thing? Oh, I could sit here. All <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Like, I just want to spend like the whole week with you. I know, me too. <laughs> you know, your podcast, my co-host with you. <laughs> Actually, you know, I am looking for a co-host, so we should talk. There we go. <laughs> Uh, Carmen, thank you so much for taking the time. It's really been an honor to be here with you. Thank you. I am so incredibly grateful to have met you. I want to continue our conversations, maybe even have you come back again after, because the, the new book is coming out. January. January. Both okay. the game and the book are coming out in January. Okay. Well, here we go. Yeah, Full speed there, you, there you go. We're looking to the future. We're planning 2023 now. So I'm just going to have to come have you come back. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Rocio Perez. Thank you for spending your time with us, sharing your wisdom, and most importantly, sharing your authentic, genuine story. Your, your generosity in sharing with us your journey in such a, you know, a compact time, but 
I, I can't, I, I just, I can't thank you enough. Thank you. You're I don't welcome. have the words. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rocio. We will definitely be in touch. Thank you. Adios. And thank you everyone for staying with us. And I hope that we are able to inspire you, help you grow in one way or another, help you come to conclusions about what it is that you'd like to do for yourself. That's the whole purpose of from the ground up. It's, it's you know, I've said before, transformational success starts at the beginning, from the ground up, from the inside out. And that's what all of my guests do here so freely. They give everything that they can possibly give in this compact amount of time. And I'm so grateful to have them. I'm grateful for for having Rocio with us today, Rocio Perez. We will put her information on the comments. Please like and subscribe and all of that. But I, if you weren't motivated, if you weren't inspired but what, by what she had to say today, then I need to talk to you. I need to like wake you up and shake you. And I'm, I'm pretty good at that. So once again, thank you for staying with us. Um, I, I, I believe that there is no reason that you can't lead with your heart, that you can't become successful and change the world for the better by being your authentic self. And that's what I'm trying to open up the doors for you. And hopefully, you know, with the guests that we have, you are learning to do that baby step at a time or giant leaps at a time, doesn't matter. So thank you again. I wish you all a healthy lifestyle, a journey that is worthy of who you are so that you can create it and become it, whatever you envision and build your wealth, live a beautiful life filled with joy and compassion and your, your genuine self. Be kind to yourself. From the Ground Up is sponsored from Divina Skincare. I'm Carmen Milagro, and I'll see you next time. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.